What's up, bitches, and welcome to the Sassy Spiritual Bitches podcast. Ooh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, for like, could have been jazzy. I almost like heard the intro beat carry all the way through for that one. <laughs> A little bit. Love it. <laughs> so yeah. what the fuck is, new- do you realize that we're recording this on the new moon? Oh, no, I did not. Mm-hmm. The new moon in Gemini. Okay. P.S. Has Gemini season been totally fucking with you? Like, I yes. noticed the transition. <laughs> what? The, like, what? What the what? I don't know, man. I've, you poor Geminis. Is this what life is like for you, like, all the time? Because I, I just can't handle it, man. I know. And it. I didn't remember, like noticing last year like I remember cancer season and Taurus season were very obvious to me this time Taurus season we did okay there was some weird financial shit that happened but other than that we were good but then it's like as soon as Gemini came along I've never noticed it before but holy shit I cannot ground and like I'm a very like fairly grounded person I'm mainly fire and earth so I'm I'm good down here I can get shit done I can take action I have ideas I'm excited and I'm like here I am not here right now and it is crazy different well I just I'm like I'm very this and that I want to do this and that but I also don't want to do either (laughs) like it's it's just I don't understand you know I'm going like when I go say I could go either way I literally could like I don't I have no direction and no frame of reference of what the actually the fuck to do because I just am like oh god it's it's just kind of like I just can't fucking make a decision to save my life because I could literally be fine either way I see I see I, I can see that in my life because the only thing I've been able to make a decision on is like impulse like when it's right in front of me do you want to do this or no and it's like yes I want to do this but if it's like planning oh man like I seriously it's not like a I don't want to say it's a bad thing but like I have like suddenly a shit ton of empathy for like Gemini's or air signs because I'm like Jesus this isn't hard to have and then I noticed like I'm really living like in like daydreams almost but according to the Akashic records, if you daydream, you're actually like accessing your astral realm, right? Mm-hmm. And the astral realm is like, I don't know where you do work and whatnot, but it's also the place where you can access multiple different timelines. So like, I'm just like, wow, look at all these freaking timelines I could be living right now. But like, as if I could make a decision on which one I want to be a part of, like, like, fuck. The astrals are popping right now. Have you noticed? Yeah. My dreams are insane. Even I, who do not remember my dreams, like I get that from my daydreams. Right. But even I have been remembering bits and pieces of dreams and that never happens to me ever. Yeah. So I have also been like, you know how I have sometimes dreams that don't make sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm having dreams that are still very like odd, but there's like, you can clearly tell there's like a message or a lesson. That's a part of it. And you're like, okay, I get it. Thank you. Yeah. I dreamt of another fucking, like I've been dreaming about people mm-hmm. and seeing like their different timelines. Oh, weird. And I'm going, whoa, this is really weird. 
like one person in particular, I'm like, this is completely different to what you're living right now. Well, not completely different, but some aspects are like completely opposite. And I'm going like, I got to know after the podcast. Yeah, I'll fill you in. But it was like, just, it was like, this, this is, this is different. Do you feel though, like connecting to that astrals made you like extra intuitive too? Because I had a whole ass dream about somebody and what they were doing. And there was like a, a lesson there. And then I fucking saw that person the next day. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, weird. No, but I've been, I also had a dream. I told somebody off. Oh, well, yeah. we have lots to chat about after the podcast. Don't oh, yeah, drop yeah. names, but yeah well I'll fill you in afterwards but (laughs) weird like just weird and my dreams that I'm remembering are just about the other people Hmm, interesting otherwise I if otherwise I don't remember and I'll just get whatever I need to in the in the daydreams or my sessions or my you know whatever right how's your have your sessions been have they just been on fire I feel like mine have been on fire like (sighs) Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah yeah. Like since like March, they like shit has just been getting more and more deeper and crazier and more intense and, you know, shit like that. But like, wow. Wow. And there is some underlying fucking themes happening right now. Let me tell you. What would you say if you could say the biggest theme right now? What is it? Self-care and boundaries. Oh man. And am I, well, I'm just being reintroduced to this like last week. So I'm not going to act like it's been on my back for a long time, but like, who did it come with a vengeance? And I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. Like I noticed probably this started creeping in like collectively among the sessions and stuff would be probably near the end of April, mm-hmm. near the end of April. And yeah. it's just been getting more and more and more prevalent now so do you think there's kind of like a test happening in some way I'm wondering because oh like have you I don't know and maybe you've probably been feeling this too I know I've been feeling this there's been this like increase in like fatigue and overwhelm and yeah especially the fatigue man it's brutal yeah but because yeah because it's so high, it's like we're noticing where we're not fucking setting these things that it, it is like, it's, it's like, Hey man, I thought I had this case. I thought I had these boundaries were like down and I'm, you know, and now yeah. I'm getting called out in every fucking corner again about people pleasing and, you know, not giving or not receiving the same energy exchange back. Yeah. And I'm going like, what the hell? Like just this morning I got called out by my cards about, you know, you're giving, 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 giving. And it's like, basically it sounds so fucking mean. I don't even like to say it, but it's like, it's time to start cutting people off. Totally. I feel that really feel that. And I'm just like, okay. And they're like, even, even your clients, it's like, if they're not respecting your time, guess what? you need to say something about it. And I'm like, Oh, I don't like that. I know. You know, I feel like as you were talking, kind of got like a little download and I just want to share it with you and let me know what you think. So when you were talking, I seen this picture of like, you know, a lot of the, 
like certain light workers, certain healers, certain people have been doing like over the winter period, like it was just like shadow, 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 shadow. So once we sort of illuminate the shadow, we get this new influx of like light, right? Like we're much, very much like ascending into new places. And there are some people that have not done the work or, you know, kind of stuck. And then all of a sudden we become, we're super bright again. And that's where these people are coming to like cling on. Like, you know, we suddenly are very visible. And then we think about that divide, you know, with like, I'm not saying the people that are kind of in my space are not like three years per se, but like, you know, if you hit this new level of awareness, it's a new level of light, you're brighter. People want to like, ah, like kind of cling on to that. And then it's like extra irritating for the people who have done the work though, because you'd have to like decrease your, your vibration. Let's just talk vibration. You have to kind of decrease it to be able to jive in that space. And it's like, okay, just like cutting the cords from the people that haven't maybe done the work. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Nope. That makes sense. Because I've also noticed this like new wave of kind of an awakening. Mm-hmm. So the people that, you know, that weren't into the, into the, into this, whoa, 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 interested in this, <laughs> like a few months ago or a year ago, suddenly are like, again, intrigued. And yeah, I definitely think that there's been a lot of inner work that's done and it's like started, we've all like recalibrated to their proper vibrational frequency and yeah, like people want to kind of cling on and be like, come back and you're very bright. I need your help. And again, that lovely bypassing in some There's- ways. I don't have anyone in mind that I'm talking about, but I can just notice this sudden like attention. And I'm like, where, what happened? <laughs> like, There's a, there's a saying, uh, how does it go? Um, there, there is no elevator in healing. You have to take the stairs fucking right and I was like, I like that thing yeah um but yeah there's this weird yeah I would agree with that there's like this um I don't how am I gonna put this so okay you know what scratch that let's let's start let's start fresh because that yeah, was like I... I was gonna start halfway in an idea and I'm like no that's not gonna make any sense so let's start at the beginning. So a while ago, we had that group meditation, right? Mm-hmm. And it's true that there has been this like new wave again, another wave of awakening. So what they were showing me is kind of like where we are in the progression of, you know, moving forward and awakening and lighting and all the other background stuff like the wars and everything that are happening right now, like the spiritual side of things. And so like, we're kind of up here near the front, right? Like we're basically like, there's a few lines ahead of us, but really we're like basically at the front line here. And then there's all these different, like there was lines and lines and lines kind of all at the different stages of the awakening process. And the people back which I think is good because I had a conversation with someone imagine if we all fucking woke up together and there wasn't somebody to yell back it's gonna be okay well yeah that would be we would all go in fucking sane but what they were telling me in this meditation was it's kind of like we just need to tell people okay we need to relax because we've been talking like we're out of time it's happening and people feel 
so how how did how they explained it to me it was like it's like people almost feel like they need to bypass because they need to be up here mm-hmm. right because it's like we're out of time and they're like I don't know how to get there ah so that's like kind of that clinging happens right because it's like I want to help you but I don't really know how and I just you know mm-hmm. and it's like okay guys we're good what we need to what we need to understand is you need to keep progressing and just keep doing what you're doing don't jump right there's no like you have to take the stairs so you're gonna get there but by the time you're there we're gonna be tired and ready to fall back for our you know like if you look in waves they come up and then they kind of recede and then they come in again and they recede right so by the time the next wave of soldiers get up there we're gonna be receding for our rest period and then by the time they're ready the 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 ones after that are coming up. Like it's this constant like wave. And so, yes, on one hand, we're out of time, but you're going to know when you've hit that time where like you're up and like <laughs> better up, you know what I mean? So right. don't rush anything. You're, if you're, if you're doing what you're meant to do, things are just, you're just going to, your healing is going to be accelerated. Mm-hmm. Right. So you don't need to grab on. It's just, you're going to, you're going to go through things a lot fucking quicker mm-hmm. and reach that level faster than like you and I did because right. we had the luxury of that time. Right. That's true. Right. So when we say it's out of time, it's like, as long as you stay on your healing journey, you're just going to accelerate through and it's going <laughs> to, it's going to be tougher for you. Sorry. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. the truth. But if you try and like grab on, bypass, just like cling to the light, that tells me there's a lack of faith mm. and it needs to be re-examined. And it's like, okay, time to go within now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something I've noticed is the lack of faith suddenly creeping in with lots of my clients and even myself, like I'm, I'm back on track, but I can't say that I wasn't there earlier. And like something else, just to sort of like springboard kind of off of that like something else that I've noticed is like like when you're in fucking doubt about where you are or where you want to be or you know like I feel like behind or blah 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 like just keep it simple like honest to god this is just a fucking experience and you manifest your reality like what do you want to manifest like in all essence like I said, I've said a couple of times recently, like nothing is actually real, but also everything is real. Like, it's just like, choose what you want to focus on. And that's what your reality will be filled with. And I feel like, yeah, you know, if people are getting caught in the race or which way is correct, or should I do this? Should I do that? I don't know what to do. Help me. It's like, just calm down. What do you want? That's it. Huh? That when you're confused and overwhelmed, what do you want? And, and if, if you, you don't know the answer, it. like it, that's number yeah. one. Exactly. And just sit with it for a bit. It's not a race because like, I just, this is sort of the realizations that I went through over the winter, kind of just being like, well, what should I do? How did this happen? Where do I go next? I'm not, this isn't working. Oh my God. And it was just like, okay, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know. And then they're like, well, that's step one. You can't get anywhere. You can't take the stairs. You can't go on the fucking elevator. Not that there is one. If you don't even know what floor or location you're trying to get to, you'll just be, and it's like that treadmill. Like you're running in circles. Like when in doubt, what the fuck do you want? That's it. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want? Lay it out, you know, and be honest. 
not what do you think you should want? What do you actually want? Yep. You know, and that's totally good. That's totally fine. Um, yeah, that whole faith thing, man. I, April was a hard month and the end of April specifically fucking threw me for a fucking loop. And I was off until I would say about last week, I kind of got back on track. But you know, what's interesting. So this is just an observation that Graham actually made. He's so fucking on sometimes, man. I know. He's like, just out of nowhere. He just opened his mouth. He's like, this tourist season was like, you know how tourists are supposed to be like about bougie and money and the finer things in life and blah. He's like this tour and he is a tourist. So he's like, this tourist season was about people learning like what their real value is. And he's like, nobody has any money. He's like, I can sense it. Cause he's in, in construction. Mm-hmm. And like for that entire season, nobody paid their bill the entire season. Like they build out like $65,000 as a company and nobody fucking paid. And like, he's like, no one has money right now. And then I shit you not, like day one of Gemini season, cha-ching, cha-ching, Boom. cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck was that? It was like, because it's true. I had some really weird financial, like just random shit that I kind of like, I guess what happened was, is like when I was like real depressed in the winter time, it's like, I didn't, I wasn't paying my bills. I was just like, what? And then it's finally like, Kate, it's been three months. Like you got to pay this. And it was just like, bam, like all this money went out. And I was like, fuck, like, I haven't been this uncertain financially in like years. And then, yeah, Gemini season, fine, all good. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. I was like, and the weird thing is, is like, I don't know why I thought I didn't. Do you know what I mean? Like it was this, it was like, it wasn't even real. It was this illusion of lack. So it was almost like we collectively like this isn't just you this isn't just me collectively we had to learn what the shadow of Taurus was exactly and I was like oh cool that's exactly it because if I meet someone who's really working through the Taurus I don't want to say Taurus shadow but then maybe the opposite end of the pendulum for Taurus it's yeah like no faith never enough money um, no trust in the universe, like just keep on working and keep your head down and plow those fucking fields until your feet fall off. Like that's all you can do. And then it's like, what's abundance if you can't enjoy it. Right. And uh-huh. yeah, it's exactly what happened. And it's funny how it takes, like, I kind of knew something was up cause Graham brought it up, but I was like, now that it's like retrospect, you're like, yeah, it's exactly what it was. Yeah. And people, and everyone I spoke to, now. yeah. yeah. Everyone I spoke to, same thing. Like, what the fuck's going on financially? I don't have any faith. What the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah, but it was honestly, like, you were right. Because when I'm looking back, yeah, around the 21st. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was like, somebody flipped a switch. Yep. And it was like, the light went on. And it's like, oh, cool. It's weird how that happens. Yeah. Yeah. The whole particularly around finances so it makes sense with the Taurus, like they're usually bougie money whatever and then yeah it's like collectively we had to learn the flip side and then like now that we're in gemini season i'm like and like i didn't notice it last year like are we kind of experienced like are we personally feeling like the kind of negative aspects of the gemini right now too like i don't know what are the negative aspects of gemini 
Well, I don't know. The only thing I'm noticing that I'm not a fan of is I cannot stay focused or grounded. Like I'm just just in outer space. I don't want to come back. I don't want to do anything. I can't focus on anything. And normally like when I sit down to do something, I can bang something out in a couple hours and it's done and I'm good. Things that take me two hours normally are taking me all day. I know. And I'm all so, day. I don't know. Gemini's, are you easily distracted? Because like, I can't, like, I'll sit down, same thing. I can bang out up. a reading real quick, but it's like a fucking, just stretch it out and it's three hours. And like, oh man. I'm just looking up Gemini, like negative traits. Oh, perfect. Um, indecisive, overly anxious, judgmental, inconsistent. Okay. Inconsistent. Yeah. And Um, then, oh my God, my, I worked so hard on my inner critic this winter, like so hard. And this past week, everything is just irritating the fuck out of me. And I'm like, Kayla, no, we're not judging people for walking slow. Kayla, no, we're not judging people for driving like junk, like just calm down. Yeah. That makes sense though. Cause yeah, the whole like inconsistent, like totally. Like I have not been. What are the positive traits? Can you see? Yeah. I just got to go to a different, different page here. We know what Mercury is like. Thank God it's almost done. And then it kind of reminds me because we are just for the next, like for the next while we are influenced by the Taurus Scorpio as a collective. Like if you were born right now, you're North node, South node. Wait. Yeah. It would be on that axis. So because Scorpio is kind of like the shadow element of a lot of things, I'm curious to know if we're going to get a nice taste of every shadow. Like, I'm not saying that the positive isn't there, but we'll have to do the the pendulum. Like we'll feel both. I feel like it's going to be, you're going to have to, whatever your, your, your default is, you're going to learn the opposite. So if you're normally on the right side of the spectrum where it's like, oh yeah, this doesn't usually bother me it's almost like you're going to learn the hard lessons. Mm-hmm. And then if you normally are like everything shit, blah, 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 you're going to have to learn the other side of it. Right. So yeah. whatever your shout, it just seems like the money. And this reminds me, like, if we just think about like Ascension, something that's actually been a very obvious lesson in my life. And maybe like our listeners, I'd love to hear from you if this is something that's come up in your, on your radar too. But I feel like with ascension and one of the languages of the soul is like non-judgment and like non-attachment we're not attached to outcomes we're not attached to people and we're not judging because it's very much just like live and let live and like I've really had to imagine life in other people's shoes like from a really honest perspective like not just being like oh that probably hurts like I feel yeah like maybe this whole light dark thing is so that we finally fucking understand each other because you can't go to 5d without that understanding like i just don't think it's possible yeah Hmm. okay do you want to know positive traits yes okay intelligent adaptable a social butterfly loyal partner and friend honest and outspoken creative and innovative daring and bold and a lively and active person I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, maybe we're all yeah. getting a taste of, yeah, like the dual aspect or the dual nature of everybody. Cause like, honestly, 
I even, <laughs> I messaged Amy, who's like a triple Gemini. I was like, holy fuck, is this how it feels to be you all the time? My God, I can't get on the ground. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and like, that's like, it just gives like such a deep understanding, right? I'm like, oh, like I totally understand what it's like. Like, I don't know, but I'm like, oh, like I understand what it's like to be you just right now. Like I can see that. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I kind of think I can see exciting. where that anxiety comes from, you know, when they're, yeah. they're talking about how like that they're like lots of anxiety. I can see, I can see why. Yeah. Or even in Taurus season, like Graham is a Taurus and like, I can, he's much more practical. Like, I don't believe we can just up and move unless you show me the tangible plan. And like my fucking legit lack of faith that took place last month. I'm like, Oh, like, you know, I, I see where you're coming from. And it's kind of like, I still yeah. hate it. And I'm not going to participate in that. Cause that annoys the living fuck out of me, but I get it. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of cool though. It is kind of cool. But I, next? I, oh, is a cancer season next? Fucking kill me. I hate cancer season. Well, but you had a bad cancer season last time. So maybe you'll have a good one. one. Just saying. Cause you so, said we're going to flip flop. Oh, thank God. If that, I mean, it's a working theory. But if that's the case, man, like, yeah, that would I be see great. now. Okay. Cause Taurus season like was miserable. Like it wasn't miserable. That's not true. That's not true. It just wasn't comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's better. It wasn't comfortable like it normally is. Cause normally Taurus season's good for me, but, um, I can see what I'm already learning from this Gemini season about how like I can't focus and it's super annoying and I don't understand it and I'm kind of like oh like what's wrong that's how Keith is all the time like he just Gemini no no it's just because of he has like ADHD and he has chronic fatigue and you know like he'll get really bad brain fog and stuff and he's like now you see because I was bitching about him (laughs) because what did he do I was like what the fuck and he's like uh this is what I'm like all the time so when you say you understood like where Graham's coming from, now I understand where he's coming from because it is frustrating as fuck. And if I was like this all the time, yeah. I don't know what I would do with myself. I know. I am frustrated as fuck as well right now. And then thinking of my Taurus. So last Taurus season, I didn't particularly enjoy it because I was so lazy. Like I just wanted to lay around and sleep and eat. Like that's all I wanted to do. But this well, that's Taurus a bougie season, attitude. I had, what? Pardon? I said, that's totally bougie. I just want to eat and sleep. and Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, mad at my lack of productivity, but this time I had the gusto, but it was, yeah, more like the faith and money. It was like, yeah, that way other side, but not saying that was good either, but hmm, this is fascinating. Yeah. Now that we're breaking this down, I'm like, oh, and I mean, it's probably happened not just this year, but finally noticing and I'm like oh that awareness right yeah that awareness makes a huge difference okay oh yeah we already talked about this never mind I was gonna ask you what your least favorite sign was so I was like when is when's Randy gonna have to sit with her least favorite energy oh it'll be November I never have good Novembers it's Scorpio season always oh yeah yeah but maybe it'll be good this time maybe it'll be good this time yeah usually yeah and I never, I'm going to have, oh, oh, I hope, I hope we're doing opposites. Cause that means Leo season is going to be a banger for me. Mm. Cause it was not good last year. Yeah. I did not enjoy cancer season. So I'm excited to see how that turns around. And then 
just generally speaking, like, and it's funny, it's, I don't know, like, I don't think, hmm, I don't, when I meet a cancer, I don't, they don't bother me, but when I like, and it's probably just because of, it's like the opposite side of the spectrum, but like Libras really just fucking grab my gear sometimes. I'm like, oh my mm. God. But that season doesn't that. bother me. But we're like, we're opposites, right? Like Libra and Aries, like uh, we're the same, but we manifest opposite. I the indecision. Was- oh my God. Who's on the opposite end for me then? I don't know. Are you a Leo? Yeah. Uh, Capricorn? Shit. What the fuck is on the other end? What the fuck? How come? Why can't we think of this? I feel like this should just be like, boom. We just. It's ah. not like, is it, is it cancer? It's not cancer, is it? No, no. They're beside each other. It's not Aquarius, is it? Oh yeah, it is Aquarius. Yeah, yeah, that is Aquarius. So, which is funny because I always get along with Aquariuses for the most part. But I think the reason is what saves me is I'm an Aquarius moon. Yeah. But I think if I didn't have that placement, I would fucking hate Aquariuses. They would drive me nuts. Mm. Right. But now, so I came to this realization, I think last month or uh, time is weird. Who even knows? Fuck could have been like a year ago. And I just think it was last month, but so (laughs) here are my, like, I have Aquarius is my moon cancer or Leo is my son. So they're opposites. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, sun and moon opposite Leo and Aquarius opposite. Mm -hmm. And my whole life I've been called a walking contradiction Mm -hmm. and I now I understand why totally I see that yeah so it's kind of funny I don't know where that came from but anyway only the only interesting thing that I was get told is people are like I don't get you I can't really pin I can't pinpoint you I'm like good but but it's like a blessing and a curse like it feels good sometimes you're like yeah ha 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 I'm a living mystery and I'm mysterious but then it's like, you can't, it's really difficult to connect super authentically to people because everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> do you find, like, what do people usually guess you are? I don't think anyone's ever get, I think people usually nail that I'm an Aries. They're like, yeah, oh, you're an Aries. I'm like, yeah. Hmm. Cool. But I don't, I don't know, to be honest. I've never asked even ask anybody you. because we'd be like, hey, listeners, tell us what you think Kayla is, but we all know you're, you're an Aries. <laughs> spicy yeah yeah even your hair like you dye your hair red it's so funny mm-hmm. like totally that makes sense. and I used to just like hate that I was an Aries when I was a kid because you like read their traits and I'm like I'm not like that but I think I was just trying to like mirror my mom for a really long time what is your mom a Libra mm. <laughs> my mom and I are like walking triggers for each other so like Aries and Libra total opposite we both are Capricorn rising though. She's a Taurus moon. And her Chiron, which is like your fatal wound, right? Like that thing that you just can't get over. Hers is in Pisces. And I like, I'm a walking preacher of Pisces, like the spirit world, let's get connected, let's dream. And then my fucking Chiron is in Cancer, which is like mommy issues. And I'm like, I can't for the record. 
my mom is an extremely pleasant person. Like she never did anything wrong. She's great. But I just still am like, oh, motherly things. Ooh. That's because your Chiron is in fucking cancer. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I can't remember where mine is. I think yours is in Taurus. I was going to say, I was going to say, I think it's Taurus. Yeah. Cause I'm always like, you know, oh, money issues. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I need security. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then to me, like Taurus is just the most earthly sign, like very human work and, you know, enjoy like sex, love, money, like bougie things. And like, you're just like, oh, none of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, no, thank you. Mm, yuckies. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because it's true though. <laughs> but I mean, whatever, you're not from the planet, then you don't have to pretend to be from the planet. Like, yeah. It's like, ew, I don't want to, ew, it's all too human. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so funny. So funny. <laughs> <sighs> well, this talk did not go at all where I thought. <laughs> no, no, we went, you guys, we came in with a plan. It just got really super, super fucking derailed. And I feel like you even think like, I guess, again, I'm not a Gemini, but this even feels like a Gemini, like approach to this entire podcast like we started with one thing but we followed our like sprinkle ideas and we're like oh fuck where are we now yeah so I guess we're talking about Gemini season we're (laughs) we totally changed course for today but that's all right but there's one positive thing I've noticed about Gemini season it's like you know um basically all before Gemini season I know that changes need to happen to my business I know that things just aren't sustainable they're not working Um, and I want that level of like peace and fulfillment, you know, and if something is no longer fulfilling, it's time to evolve it. And I just had no fucking clue how to evolve it. I didn't have access to the ideas, the daydreams. So Gemini season has just blew that lid right open. And now there's like, I still haven't solidified the idea, but there's actually ideas there now. And I'm like, okay, finally. Well, that's good. Yeah. So I, and mine's the adaptability, right? So, cause before like all, oh my God, I have for two months, it's like, you're changing, you're changing, you're growing, you're evolving. Things are dying. You're doing this, you're doing that. You're in the middle of a transition, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? I do not feel this at all. Like I don't, whatever. And then it was like Gemini season creeped in. I'm like, okay, I start to feel this now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. And all of a sudden it's like, I launched five new products. I am doing this and I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm just going with the flow. Like, I feel like I have my flow again. Mm, the reading good. that is actually, when you yeah. say that, so just something funny is like Gemini and Virgos are both ruled by Mercury. So essentially, um, fuck, I can't remember what the difference is really, but Virgos are definitely like very like structured and like, oh, and then Geminis are very like, adaptable so I can see like I should be adapting right now and rolling with it and being like yeah like things are all gonna work out this is awesome but my Virgo was like I hate this we can't control it (laughs) oh my god is Virgo and Aries just I need to control everything Capricorn don't forget I'm a Capricorn too fuck no wonder you're such a control freak I I I'm just fucking so bad at that but I'm, I've like, at least I can recognize it. I can see when it's getting like too much. And I'm like, Kate, like let go. Because my Aries, the only saving grace is my Aries is very spontaneous. So eventually 
that version of me who I want to say I just want to be like everyone else is like very male and then my Aries is like a she and it's like she'll just let go and be like let's just fucking ruin our lives (laughs) let's fuck around and find out (laughs) oh man thank god for that the Aries doesn't yeah I don't know it's not super conducive but at least we don't we like let go sometimes but yeah I don't know I feel like the rest of Gemini season is actually going to be really really good yeah um I know I have a good feeling about the future. Like compared yeah. to the lack of faith that happened all prior to this, it's like I'm feeling like, oh, like things are good. Yeah. Even Keith the other day was like, he's like, I just, I think it was yesterday, but I was getting annoyed, poor guy, because I was trying to finish the stuff that could not fucking get finished. And I was driving mm-hmm. myself crazy. But he was like, oh man, I feel so good about life. Like things are just happening and it's going good. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know it is, but like get out. <laughs> so bad um but it's true though like I I feel the same way yeah like it I just feel like things are really really good right now I know I feel like I'm well it's I'm in this massive like transition from like dark to light like we're kind of in the in-between which is still more light than it is dark so it's still really good but I can like almost feel this like breakthrough coming and it's going to be like such a (sighs) Yeah. we did it we did that's, it yeah that's how I feel too like but like yeah like on the collective level everyone's gonna kind of get to this moment yeah and thank Christ because I feel like we need that yeah I think so too and I mean and it's just like you just gotta keep stepping up those stairs and like when it gets I don't know like I was telling Randy before we started recording I was like I think everybody just needs that one thing that one line that one motivator that one thing that keeps you moving forward and whenever I teach manifestation or healing I'm like you're gonna your ego is gonna trigger you and you're gonna want to give up what will you tell yourself to keep going because you have to be stronger than that fucking naysayer Uh and like my thing always changes sort of it's kind of evolved. It's really the same principle, but like when I was getting overwhelmed this morning, thinking about how far behind I am and oh my God, like time is just slipping through my fingers. And, you know, I was like, like, fuck it. It's just an experience. Like this is just one life out of a million and I get to decide how it looks. And it starts with deciding today how it looks instead of like being a slave to like the schedule or the expectations or whatever. And like, man, does that ever just like cool me down? Like, oh yeah, right. And there's a line in a Dolores Cannon book and it was like from some other beings coming through and like, what would you tell people if they're reading this? And it was like, and it's always stuck with me. Everything you ever need in your human experience will be there for you. You just have to have the faith. And it's like true. That's a hundred percent true. Like I I have have so many examples of that. Exactly. And I've been some, in some fucking binds that should not have worked out, but it worked Uh out. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Like I shouldn't be where I'm living right now. Exactly. Except everything fucking fell into place. Like it was like dominoes and free smooth sailing. Yep. Like I've tried to sell my house before in the past in better markets and could not fucking sell it why because it wasn't the right time exactly like I put that sucker up and within three weeks it was sold it's crazy like that that's does not happen (laughs) exactly 
but you have to like you have to like take that chance right you have to take that little dare and be like well let's fuck around and find out like yeah maybe that's what we'll call this fuck around and find out yeah I was like this is a good line (laughs) we got him um yeah and it's like it's so true. It's so fucking true. So when I was out in like Monday's mess, I'm like, oh my God, the week has begun. I have so much to do, like insane amounts to do. Like no human can do this much work in one week. Like, let's just say that. And it's like, like, fuck, I'm going to disappoint so many people. And then it was just like, no, this doesn't, it matters, but like not to like the boundaries again and self-care again, like you just have to show up and just do your best. And like, try to enjoy it along the way. Like, this is my experience. This is my life. And it's just, oh, it just helps me so much. And I'm like, well, what if, you know, people want refunds because it's taking so freaking long? What if this, what if that? And then it's like, what if nothing? Like, it's going to be fine. Everything you always need is there. Like, uh, so I don't know. I would encourage everyone listening. Like, what is that thing? And it could be, you know, I do this for my kids. I do this because I want to say at the end of my life, I fucking did it. Like, what is that thing? Because man, that like ego, I was called, I named my ego. Someone else taught me this, but like, I named her Martha and I'm just like, shut up, Martha. Like go bake some fucking cookies. I'm sick of your shit, you know? And it's like that fucking nagging voice inside is, can get so loud. So like, you have to find a way to shut it down. Like, I swear to God. Yeah. Well, I, we talked about this actually just last week when in my, um, in my course, right. My program about the ego. And it was like, you need to find, and it's similar to what you were saying. I tell my clients, like, you need to find a way to bring yourself back to the present because if you're overwhelmed, if you, if ego's like fucking on a tangent, it'll tell you stories. Right. And you're so far ahead of yourself that you're behind, you know? And it's like, all you have to do is bring yourself back to present. So what is that one thing? It's usually like, um, it's been a physical thing with the majority of my clients, you know, like it, it's a physical, like they'll like, for me, I, I wring my hands or there's something I, I always work with my hands or I tap my chest. Those are the two things I'll do something with my hands. Cause Keith, like I, I do this with my thumbs, right? Like I'll just rub my thumbs. It drives them crazy, but that's how I'm like coming back to present, right? Like if I'm feeling disconnected or I'll tap my chest. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a client who does a stretch, you know, and it's, I always tell people, it's like, what is something that you would do in the grocery store if you needed to, that you wouldn't feel weird about? Right. You know, something subtle, something that just, and it's like, oh, right. This doesn't matter. What do I need to do right now? Exactly. Boom. And it's just like, like, you're there, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. And I guess like why I need to like coach myself internally as well is because I used to be like, okay, go for a walk, get in nature because you'll be really present and and happy to be seeing the trees and things like that. But I'll watch myself like forcing myself to pay attention to trees. And then it's just like too much tension, but we have to remember that like, this is just by design. Like I just am so prone to inner tension. Like being Aries, Virgo, Capricorn, not to mention when it comes to like the body elements that I work with, very prone to tension. Put that like all together, it's a ball of stress. So like, I need to try so fucking hard not to like self-destruct all the time. So like, I was, was, yeah, I was in nature and had to coach myself through it. So yeah, but that's a really good thing. I'm going to think about what I would do like physically. Yeah. 
And it's usually like, what is, and I always say, what is something that you would feel comfortable in the grocery store? Because yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll go out for a walk in nature. Well, you can't do that sometimes if you're exactly. stuck at work and being really fucking triggered. Yeah. You know, totally. So yeah, this really works for me, the tapping. And then like, I rub my thumbs, you know? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. I know. Fuck that ego, man. I know it's not always a bad thing. Cause like, if we didn't have it, we would get nothing done. Like I know that, but yeah. at the same time, like when they start to go on that tangent, oh my God. And yeah, but again, if we're more present, we're recognizing it's like, oh, I know what exactly. Shut this down. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something about that, but where did it go? <laughs> Shut it down. Be present. The ego. Oh yeah. Once. I was, I got a reading from a girl, we were doing a switch and she's like, oh, you're like this wildfire. You just come in and you just like burn everything out of the way so that new, new life can grow. And, and I was like, sweet. But then she's like, but also if you don't be careful, your fire will like ablaze, like a little bit bright and like literally destruct like self-destruction. And I'm like, fuck, like no truer words have been said about me. And then I think sometimes a lot of people are like, why do you always have to be like, goal oriented or why do you have to be moving can't you just be and like the answer is yes but only for so long before my fire just starts to be like what can we burn and it's me (laughs) like um like I kind of need to be like moving and progressing I find otherwise it's just like yeah I just self-destruct it's like holy shit (sighs) the joys of having so much fire I would like take a quarter of that man I've been like I feel like I don't have any like, I'm just so chill mm. that like, even when I get excited about something, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's it. That's about as excited as I get. Oh and God, so when people weird. are like, oh, find your fire and stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, to a degree, like, I'm like, yeah, I get excited about things. I understand. I'm like, yeah, I'll do this and be good and blah, blah, blah. But I, I have never really felt that burning, like, yes, oh my God. feeling. Cause it's just never really, it never gets to that that's crazy. You know? And I, 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 like, I'm a Leo and a fucking cancer rising and a little rebel Aquarius. Like, I, I don't understand why that's not there. Yeah, totally. I don't know. Because like that, that combo should be like, yeah, burn it. Ah, Let's fuck around and just kill things. And like, yeah, let's (laughs) do it. (laughs) Maybe not, you know, nothing. Yeah, that's true. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be something else, like another placement or something that's kind of mm-hmm. counteracting that. But I, I kind of get jealous of people who feel that that fiery. Because mm-hmm. I've never. It's a good feeling. You definitely feel alive. That's to say the least. But yeah, I don't. I've never really felt when people say, "Oh, I feel so alive." I've never felt that, unless oh, I've been extremely scared. Mm-hmm. Like I felt it that way. Of like. <gasps> Oh God, that was terrifying. But other than that, <laughs> I've never gotten to that level ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. That sucks because it is a fun feeling. The only counter like flip side to like feeling so much is like, you're also extremely sensitive. Like, I feel like I really hide that part of me, but I mean, maybe it's not, maybe it's pretty obvious, but like, I also like get so butthurt like so easily. <laughs> And I'm like so sensitive to like everyone around me. I'm like, fuck you. Like, I don't want to be your friend. Like, you're also like really sensitive, which is a kind of annoying. There's a slight downside. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just weird. I can't figure out why it's not there. Hmm. It's. I'm gonna like do some exploring on that. Yeah, I think so too. Because I'm fascinated now. I'm like, because like I, I would never understand. You know, in high school, um, and some of you may be in high school, so you'll probably be very well of this. But like, <laughs> everything feels so deep. And you're just like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. Oh my God. And it's like, especially with boys, I found like my friends were always like, oh my God, he doesn't like me, you know? And maybe I was to a degree, but like, I would kind of go and, you know, like I never fully got it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm missing out on like really fundamental human experiences, Mm -hmm. you know? I never so for some reason this shocks people but I've only dated two people in my entire life so um yeah and and it was at the end of high school so I missed out on the boy thing as well um but like I had really like a lot of drama in like my social circle and yeah I remember that being really dramatic Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, but I don't know. Like I would experience the same thing and it was great or bad, whatever. But I, I just didn't seem to hit the level that everybody else did. So I'm, I'm like working theory is maybe it's just my soul age. It could be. Because like I'm, I'm old, like my poor old soul. Like it's like old as fuck. Mm-hmm. and I'm just like yeah you know I don't need that this time that. around you know been there experienced that enough that's the only thing I can think of that would be you know I don't know mm-hmm. I'm gonna do some meditating I'm gonna ask some questions on this mm-hmm. trying to think if anything comes to mind yeah tell me your insights <laughs> I need your wisdom. Mm. Well, the only thing that like makes me, I'm curious too, because I'm like, Hey, you should be able to experience anything that you want to. So if you like want to feel alive, that should be like an option that is available to you if you so choose. And then I just remember, remember we did your body session and there was like, you have to apologize to the fire. That was like a message you got and like allow it to come back. But I do not remember why. God, me neither. So I'll look back. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I just remember seeing it. And I was like, oh. Oh. And we both sat with it. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's why. Like, I remember remember being like, oh, yeah. We had that conversation. So I should go back and look. Yeah, because I don't remember that at all. But I'm curious now. I'm fascinated. Ha ha. I wonder, is there like, yeah, I wonder if there was like a past life somewhere where it was like dangerous to feel so you're just like let's turn the volume down on feelings like or like because you know it kind of all sinks the ship in some way yeah Not feelings I think you feel good like feel a lot but like that that like level of stuff. yeah interesting because I've definitely turned the volume down on like intimacy I'm like no that's painful <laughs> keep everybody far away arm's length please yeah arm's length working <laughs> More on social distancing kind of- before it was cool <laughs> trying to turn the volume back up I'm working on it but it's not easy man no man 
I'm curious though. I'm curious to see. That's going to be like, that's going to be my goal over the summer then. Turn that fire up. Cause you like, in theory, you should be able to feel it as a Leo, but. Well, you would think, and my little rebel Aquarius, and then mm -hmm. like my cancer rising, like super emotional. So I should be able to. Yeah. And like, if you're like a rebel, so I don't, yeah, no, I, I'm trying to think like, do I know lots of Aquarius? Like, if you think about a rebel, you have to be mad about something to rebel. Like, there's a lot of feelings there. Too, well, right? I don't like, think it's when I think of Aquarius is like all the Aquariuses I know that are like kind of rebellious like that. It's not like mad. They're just apathetic. It's like, this has yeah, nothing sure. to do with me. I don't sure. care about your opinion. You know, when I see somebody who overdoes an Aquarius lifetime, they just like over logic everything. They actually like, like kill their emotions with like logic. So, yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because I know this one Aquarius girl and she's so amazing, but like she overcorrects and thinks too much about what people think. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're totally killing what you're here to do. Yeah. You know? Well, just even as an Aquarius, like, like essentially, like I fucked up my, I've been a Leo and really embraced that lifestyle, like just a few too many times. So now I have to like embrace the Aquarius lifestyle. And yeah, like the overcorrect is like not wanting to stick out and like blending in a little bit too much. Yeah. Whereas like the Leo's like, I'll go first and I will be the best and get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> no one follow me, please. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, when I look back at my Leo lives, it wasn't like, oh, like I'm the best. It was just like, yeah, this total irresponsibility to anyone but myself. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I can so see that too, though. Oh God, yeah. My God, so funny. But it's so good. Yeah. Hmm. I thought, no, never mind. I, I thought I had an idea. <laughs> Do you ever do that? It's like, uh, that's going to go nowhere. Yeah, okay. totally. But then exactly that's, this about. is a prime example of what Gemini has been for me. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, never mind. I thought I had a thought there and it just fucking went away already. Um, actually, yeah. I've said that like many times over the last like week. I've been like, oh shit, it was there, but it's gone. Yes. What? <laughs> like, it's just there, so fleeting. Yeah, ah. so fleeting. I don't know if that's a Gemini thing. If Gemini's want to comment, like, let us know. Yeah, like, I have a lot of Gemini friends. So I know there's some, at least some of you that listen to this, like. Yeah. Like, let us know. I don't think I know a whole lot of Geminis. I know a few, but not a whole lot. I know a lot of fucking Virgos, though. There's a lot of Virgos in my life. Me. Mm-hmm. I'm like the Virgo whisperer. That's so funny. What, I don't know. I definitely would have, I don't want to say whisper, but like, I think I am attracted to Gemini's because like lots of my, mo like, I would say like the top, yeah. Like lots of my really close friends are right now, like are Gemini's. Yeah. Like there's three that come to mind anyway. Very cool. When does Gemini season change? The 20th of the June? 20th. Uh, well, fuck. Okay. And yeah, 21st. Yeah. So you tell me, because when I was a kid, I don't know if this is a Mandela effect or if something like switched astrologically and they changed the date, but it used to be like spring and everything started on the 20th. And the, the dates of the astrological signs were the 20th. 
mm-hmm. but now it's the 21st. So I don't know when I that think changed. Somebody <laughs> explained this to me, but it still doesn't make any sense. But it's like, it depends where you are on the planet because it has to do with like the stars. So for some people, it's like the 20th, some people it's the 21st, some people it might even be closer to the 22nd. But I don't just but what I don't dates, get is like all know. throughout the 80s and early 90s, it was the 20th. I know. I don't know. I remember that too, the 20th. I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Right. I'm like, I do remember that. One of those weird Mandela effects. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know enough about how the planet and the stars move to be able to accurately answer that as a scientist. So, no, me neither. But <laughs> it is the 21st yeah. now. And I was like, do I have another Gemini friend? But I, she is in the cancer season. So no. So wait, the 20, so hmm, 21st. So, oh, so our solstice is like actually the very beginning of cancer season then. Right? The summer solstice, is that not on the 21st? Uh, fuck. <sighs> yeah. Is it June 21st or July? June. No way. Is that really that soon? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like this summer, like even Kirsten and I have been talking about it. Um, like the summer solstice is like a fucking finish line of some kind. Mm-hmm. And it's like abundance and success. And yeah, it is June. Um, why did I think it was July? What am I thinking about? Because it would be the sixth because it's like in the middle of the year. Like anyway. Yeah. But, oh, fuck, yeah. Ah, I'm so excited. So that, like, better, like, you know how we were talking about in the beginning, like, better days are coming, something's changing. Yeah. Oh, I have goosebumps. I'm I so feel excited. like the change that they say I've been going through for, like, since beginning of April, I've been getting all this fucking messages. I feel like that's going to be fully integrated, like, by the solstice. I know, I'm definitely, and you know what's weird? I was just thinking today, I was like, yeah, I have to change how my business runs. Because I've, everything's always trial and error, right? Like trial and error, trial and error when you've never done it. Um, But like, you know, I hated uh, such a fucking lesson. And I feel like I'm on the cusp of something good. So basically when I first started, I really did like communicating with people like on Zoom calls, but I couldn't handle the schedule. It'd be like four or five calls a day. It would sometimes have to be in the evening. Like I couldn't handle that. That was like, that was the worst case scenario. Like, honestly, that was not good for my mental health or physical health because I was always just sitting in this chair. Like always, you can't just get up and take a walk. Like you had to really be accountable for those time slots. It was just so unhealthy. My God. It's like, honestly, like I can't even believe I thought that was a good idea. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then doing recordings has been like a huge, beautiful space for like time and being able to honor like whatever cycle or feeling or what my body needs, which has been like immensely helpful, but I do miss some of the connections. So then you create a Patreon group and you're like, okay, let's connect here, which has been amazing. And then it's just like, I started doing group work and I'm like, this is very fulfilling. And then it's kind of like, you can't just do it all though. Do you know what I mean? Like you have, you can't just we have a, we have a podcast, we have Patreon, we have our group work, we have one-on-ones, we have like so much going on. And like, frankly, none of it is sustainable. We have two Patreon groups, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh God, Mm -hmm. like this isn't manageable. So it's like trying to concise it down. And I finally have ideas. 
and it's like scary but I'm like holy shit like are we really doing this like but of course of fucking course it would be right now like right before the solstice and I can't I was actually thinking this this morning I can't wait until the day that I die and you get to like look back at your life and see that everything was fucking perfect and you spend all this fucking time worrying and being scared and nervous when like you fucking aced it like I see that perfect divine timing all the time and it's like why did I spend so much time stressing about this when everything just works out yeah exactly like I'm like really pumped for that day like I'm like oh when I die I'm gonna see it all and be like yeah I fucking did it I can't wait for the day I die I literally it was not suicidal people yeah no I just I had uh someone in my extent I think I told you I had someone kind of in my extended family like pass away and my mom's like do you want Kleenex and I was like no I'll be good at the funeral (laughs) and I was like no I'll be good and then I like oh like and they had an open casket and I was like oh gross because everyone knows I hate dead bodies right and I was like oh my god and anyway I didn't need to clean it and I was like mom I don't believe in death it's fine. She's probably in a better place, like way better. It's good. And then, but I was not prepared for the, this, the sorrow in the room. Like every, she was very young. Uh-huh. So like, I think she's 23. So my sister's age. Um, so it was very like sad for a lot of other people. And I was like, Oh, I can't take, I can't take the grief in this room. So then I needed a fucking Kleenex anyway, but it wasn't for the person that died. It was for everybody else who was sad. Yeah. And I also don't believe you can die on accident. How people could disagree, but I don't think I personally don't believe that. So I think you have to be ready to go. Like you have to be like, I scheduled this. This is one of my exit strategies. And then they're kind of like, are you ready? And then you're like, yes. And then they're like, okay, let's go. Like, I mean, everybody knows those near death experiences. And they're like, it's not your time. You have to go back. Like, and those people should not have lived at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's really up to your only the only way I think you can die unexpectedly like not on path is if you kill yourself but still that was free will you know what I mean yeah 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 exactly I I think I would subscribe to the idea that you have like maybe four windows or four different paths to death and you know if you're like 25 and get in a car accident and then you're like you ready and you're like no and then you know it's like you didn't do the work and then you end up chronically ill and you're like, ah, this was the worst timeline for death, but here we are. Like, yeah, people's sadness makes me sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Grief. Grief is hard. Hey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird thing, but do you find yourself like disconnected? I don't know how else to put it. Um, like this is sort of like weird disconnection of even around death. Cause it's like, well, it's not real. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like, it's just, it's just a new form. Yeah. So I like, I'm not scared of death. I don't get the grief that I normally would have. And I'm like, I don't know. Like I find closure a lot faster than I normally would have, but do you, do you have like almost like a weird guilt around it? Um, well, I, okay. So 
the reason I decided that I didn't care about death is when my grandparents started passing away and it never felt like they were gone. Mm-hmm. And everyone was really sad. And I was super young. I was like, I don't know why everyone's sad. Like I can like tell and feel that I will see this person again. So in my life, everybody who's died has been someone that you would have expected to pass away. Like your very elderly grandparents or like very like distant family members. So I haven't had to cross the path of like feeling guilty about my grief, but like, as soon as I start losing people that are closer to me, I know there's going to be that guilt there. Like being like, shouldn't I be more sad or, you know, did I not do enough when they were alive? But I haven't lost anyone like really super close to me Mm. yet. So you're young yet. Yeah. Like I imagine the guilt when my parents die will be like, not I am, it's not going to be good. I'm just hoping that I'll be able to feel their presence and be like, please, like, just know, like, you know, that like connect that spirit connection. Yeah. Yeah. We can just commune that way so that it's not as, but the guilt, oh my God. But I mean like the guilt because you're not grieving, like maybe other people expect you would, mm-hmm. you should be. That's what I meant. Yeah. Well, I guess like the same answer applies. Like I haven't had anyone that anyone would have expected me to grieve for a prolonged amount of time for. So I guess it hasn't, doesn't really apply. Fair enough. How about you? You feel that guilt sometimes where you're like, oh, this is, this ain't shit. Yeah. 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 Recently. Yeah. So it's like this weird sort of like, well, like my friend passed away and like it threw me for a loop because I was like there were certain things I didn't understand about it like this doesn't make sense to me but I literally talked to her every day so when she was alive or when she was dead or both well like we were super close talked every day for a long time and then I went through some shit she went through some shit we didn't talk every day but we still kept in touch like we were like she was the MC at my wedding. Oh, cool. I did her makeup for her wedding. Like, you know, like we were still, mm-hmm. and there was like certain things I didn't understand about it, which she explained to me after she passed. And I was like, got you. But it was a shock, right? Like it was a very sudden, mm-hmm. surprising, shouldn't have happened thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I'm looking at all of us who were close and like other people are having this hard time. And I just feel like mm. maybe because I, I don't know, I'm like, why don't I feel like that? But it's because I literally talk to her every day now. Right. Exactly. So, but I can't exactly say you guys, she says that, you know what I mean? Because it wouldn't be accepted. Right. So, and I, and I know that. So but I, I still feel kind of like, like, I don't know, should I be more upset? Like, is this just a bypass of a coping mechanism? But then I'm like, no, because I literally talk to her every day. Like she and I have some, had some very deep conversations. Yeah, and she explained yeah. the shit I didn't understand. And I'm like, okay, now I accept it. Now right. I understand what happened, you know? So exactly. yeah. I mean, I personally don't think it's a bypass or a coping mechanism because 
it's just like our I don't know like if you just really imagine yourself like an alien like looking down upon this planet and how we ritualize death it's like really fucking weird like and I've read that somewhere like other beings are like what are you guys doing when people die because you like pump and filter formaldehyde and like clear-cut trees and put this fucking tombstone and I think I said it in an earlier podcast but how many fucking tombstones does your soul need like literally how many times have you died on this planet yeah like we don't need this I, I like I've always wanted a Vikings funeral oh yeah that'd be cool wouldn't that be cool Put me on some fucking water, shoot an arrow, and like burn my body to a crisp. Actually, yeah, that's cool. The fishes can feed on what's left. Like, cool. Yeah, that is a cool way to die or go. I just want, like, I need to write a will because I'm very, like, I'm very passionate about my death ritual. Can somebody please just freeze me? I don't want any of that fucking shit in my body and like boot me into a hole in the bush. Like, please give my nutrients back to the planet that I fucking leached off of for my X amount of years. And let's call it good. I don't want a stone. Don't come visit me. End of story. And like, I guess my second option would be like to be cremated, but like what a waste of nutrients. Hmm. I'm like, burn me. It's my only chance for a smoking hot body. So (laughs) (laughs) I sure it should. I'm not going to work for that on my own. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you never heard that before? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what's so cool? Because you know I'm such a crystal freak, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I remember I saw this like many, many years ago, probably the beginning of the like early 2000s. So what they do is they take... Um, I'm going to look for this too. They, they take um, your ashes when you're cremated and they will make it into like a, a jewelry piece. Like they'll oh, make yeah, it into a crystal or something. And then you can like make a piece of jewelry and like wear your loved one. That's cool. And I'm like, see, that's a legacy. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. And then it can be like an heirloom passed down, you know? That's cool. So that's my plan. Make me into, I don't know, some fucking pendant or something. <laughs> There's a lot of me to go around. You can make several, you know? <laughs> and you get a piece and you get a piece <laughs> raffle it off to a to your followers one day like oh god yeah. I love it yeah yeah no and I've like my sister works in the ICU so I've also made it known to like everyone in my family I was like if I if you if it's even a question does she want life support the answer is no because I've no. actually learned what life support is and you did like mm-hmm. just no like I don't care about being alive. Like I do care about being alive and I'm grateful for this life, but I don't, I know it's not all that I am. So it's I artificial. Don't, yeah. I don't care about preserving every last moment of it. Like, yeah, that's what I always said to you. It's like, do not resuscitate. Yeah. I should write a will though, because my sister was telling me like <laughs> the weirdest people end up being responsible for the decision. So right now, if something happened to me, my dad would be responsible for me because I'm technically not married. Mm. And like, we cannot trust my father to make sound decisions about. So why would it be your dad and not your mom? It's the male. Like what fucking decade are we living in? Right? Weird. Oh, because your parents are split. No, they're together, but like it goes to the male. The, The male always gets to make the decision or Maybe it's, is it the male or is it like the age, like the eldest? I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe it's the eldest. 
which like literally anybody but my dad would probably make a good decision. Like my dad. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you can put it in your will that like I leave my choices to my sister or to Graham or. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, I should write a will because this is like alarming. Like I don't plan on dying anytime soon, but that's really fucked up. What do they call that? (laughs) Living wills, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I need to make one because for the love of God, this is very important to me. Yeah. My friend Carly works in the death industry. Um, Oh, does she? For now. Yeah. She actually works for this company that like helps people with going through estate stuff. Hmm, Cool. And she said, yeah, make sure you have a will. Like, yeah, always make sure you have a will, but I mean, one day, I will. <laughs> one day I will have a will, but I know that everything just defaults to Keith and he and I have had conversations. So we know what mm-hmm. we want, but you never know in those emotional times. Yeah, exactly. So I better break one, one of these days. Not that I, again, plan on dying anytime soon, but what a tragedy, just because my sister works in that field too. And like, probably same with you connecting to Carly, like. God, it's an atrocious place if someone doesn't set the pace. Like, well, and it's very like the paperwork afterwards, a fucking nightmare. Like, I think I don't even want Keith to be my executor. I think I'm going to hire a lawyer mm-hmm. and they can be the executor of my will. Because that's a lot of fucking shit for somebody to fucking figure out. Mm hmm. And I know that both my sister, and this is another thing, mom and dad, if you're listening, pick one. Um, if there's joint executors, it is such a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like if parents are like, I want it to be equal and I'm going to leave it to both kids. No, pick one. Because then you all have to sign off on everything. And if you're spread out, like it's a pain in the ass, pick one executor. Just... My parents totally deny death exists. So I I just, well, thank God my sister's kind of in this world. So I know like between the two of us, we'll figure shit out, but it's just going to randomly like shuffleboard land on her and I's shoulders. But I think like both her and I feel the same way about death. So it's kind of just like, let's just fucking sell everything and split it four ways. Cause there'll be like yeah. four kids. But like, let's be real. My parents aren't going to have a lot to sell. So um, it's like, you know, I think it gets really hairy when like there's a lot of wealth or property in the work and heirlooms and, and things like that. But in my family there, there's none of that shit. So it's fine. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. But it. I hope my parents live for a while. I don't want them to yes. die. But- yes. How did this turn into a conversation? About I don't death? know. What the fuck are we talking about? Well, you know, I can kind of see it because we kind of morph from Gemini season into the um, solstice, which is a rebirth and death and rebirth. And then we ended up in the death conversation. So it makes sense. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, it does make sense. But what the fuck? Like, I can't get over the topics that. This was nothing we were going to talk about today. I <laughs> cannot even close. Like not even in the same vein, really. No, not even a little bit. But clearly this was the message that needed to be presented. I guess so. Write a will, you guys, because yeah. if you're passionate about your death rituals, you have to write it down somewhere. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Write that shit down. 
fuck around. You don't you don't want to fuck around and find out with that. Don't fuck around and find out. That's right. God. <sighs> Good times. This is such a bizarre, bizarre episode. Yeah. I feel it's been good though. Me too. Things needed to come out clearly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But maybe we'll wrap it here because like, I feel like that's a lot. A lot of things just loosely strung together. And I don't want to know what comes after talking about death. <laughs> no, I feel like death is a good note to end on. Yeah, I agree. So thanks for listening, kids. We really <laughs> do appreciate you. <laughs> it this far awesome also may i just say thank you a big thank you we didn't do this last week because we were talking to corby and we totally got sidetracked but i want to say thank you to everybody who did come to our trust the universe trust yourself workshop it was awesome what's awesome very cool some very cool stuff came up and uh yeah i felt like a little bit of a renewal after that i don't know about you me too i did yeah. I love that group shit. It's like so uplifting. I agree. It's, I think it's my favorite. Me too. So we will for sure put another one on in the future. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Let us know if there's anything you'd like us to do a workshop on. Shoot us an email. Let us know uh, on social media, whatever. So thanks for being here, guys. I don't even know how this feels like it was like over an hour. 100 percent. i watch it's like 10 fucking 30 minutes but time is weird who even knows but thanks for being here we're (laughs) gonna stop talking (laughs) because clearly we just gotta we just gotta stop now and we will see you guys very soon on the next episode Bye. bye